everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic, Robbie. I love being reminded of movies I like way more than this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're going to that's we're going to talk about that. Um, we are not alone. We are joined by Izzy, who is my other co-host to the new cool podcast, Cartoon Graveyard, that everyone should listen to. Izzy, how are you? Doing all right. How are you? I'm... I'm all right. I get to record. I'm going to get to record a good podcast with my friends about the show that I love. Okay. That's a decision. It is. That's, we talk about that decision a lot, <laughs> apparently, in these last few years <laughs> of the show. Um, Cartoon Graveyard is a great podcast, guys. I had Nick on last week. If you haven't listened to that show, you should. And you should go check out our first episode of Cartoon Graveyard. I want to I wanna say what we talk about. Can I say what we talk about? I want to say it. I'm really excited about it, and I want to talk about it. We talk about um, shows that, like this one, uh, you you can watch and be like, oh, I had good memories of this, and then you watch it, and sometimes you still have those. And uh, so we've watched shows like Sonic Underground, uh, Mighty Max, Extreme Ghostbusters, and we're going to keep on watching all these kinds of uh, 90s and early 2000s kids cartoons, and uh Generally, the the effect that they have on me is that I want to go to eBay and buy obscure toys. Um, but yeah, if you want to check that out, we've got a, a website for that where you can hear it, uh, cartoongraveyard.transistor.fm. Um, is that the primary place that people listen to things? Or where, where, where do you think people should go to listen to things? <laughs> Whatever podcast app you use, we're there. So there is no wrong answer. Like if you want to use – you want to listen to us on the web, we're there. There's listen- more? There is. There's more. Uh, there's, there's Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google music, Google podcasts, wherever they're calling that now, we're everywhere. That's so many options. And even if you need, if you need just a raw RSS feed for your special podcast app, you can find that also on our website. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Cartoon Grave, where you can hear outtakes where me and Izzy, uh, say something stupid and Nick thinks it's funny. So he puts it on the internet. I, I thought you deleted those. I, I didn't, don't, I'm not in charge of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So check that out. We'd love you too. We, The Simpsons Show, are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only two hours a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. Hundreds of hours of podcasts of me and Matt babbling about new Simpsons episodes, Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers, King of the Hill, Simpsons Cinema. We're starting a long journey into the evolution of Homer starting in season one, moving up to the present. We'll eventually get there. So check that out. Help support the show. We really appreciate you. This week's episode, catch them. If you can episode FABF 14, originally aired April 25th, 2004 written by Ian Maxstone Graham directed by Matthew Nastic received a 5.6 rating and approximately 9.3 million viewers. It's a lot of people. Uh, couch gag. Couch is a cake, and the Simpsons are squeezed out on top of it like icing. I like the visual. The sound was gross. Well, it's yeah. gross. It was a pretty, uh, pretty disgusting sound. <laughs> yeah, not a great sound. Um, I'll say this before we get into the episode proper. I remember this episode being pretty good. And how's that working out for you? <laughs> I, rem- I would actually remembered was the two minute, um. Saul Bass-esque montage, like Catch Me If You Can uh, Mm -hmm. tribute parody thing. I remember that primarily, and that's what I, and that is good, and that is what I remember. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. 
I do not remember every most of the other details. I did actually remember the grandpa plot, which is okay. Very but that short. was good for you. No, 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 no. It's not. But it's not bad, really. It's just very confusing. Um, we'll get to grandpa. The episode begins. Oh, we'll get to grandpa. We'll get to grandpa. I have things. I have questions about it. Um, Bart and Bart is we. Again, Bart is on the school bus. We're doing he's, he's lecturing about water balloons. All this is to hit Lisa with a water balloon. All this. There's a lot of Fafaru and they have a fight and Otto th- literally like uses the uses the inertia of the bus to he, like lo- Tokyo drifts the bus at their house and throws them out the door. Right. Yes. Which is not the most ridiculous physical thing that happens in this episode, to be fair. Okay. Uh, no, it's just the stupidest. <laughs> is it the stupidest? The stupidest physical gag. Um, Robbie, I'm trying to get save us something here. Uh, I, mean, I, just, I don't think it is. Uh, we're gonna. I. I have a. I immediately to mind. I have one, so I don't think that's. Well, we can argue. Okay. Um. We can have. We can have that discussion. So all this is Bart and Lisa are fighting. They get launched back into the house. Maggie gets thrown into the cat box, which is very bad for babies. Keep babies yes. away from cat boxes. They're like a the more you know clip that can play. Uh, here, it's yeah. a very PSA it's type a, of moment. It's a PSA. Keep babies away from cat boxes. They get terrible diseases. So Marge is upset uh, and tells the kids about their trip to Dayton. Shame on you two creeps! It's your fault for giving birth to my arch enemy. At least I was planned! Stop it! No one was planned! Now we have to pack for Great Uncle Tyrone's birthday tomorrow. In Dayton. Dayton, Ohio. It's got Wright-Patterson Air Force Base and a zipper museum. They have a zipper from every James Bond. Why are we even going? Last year, Uncle Tyrone was bitter and depressed. Happy birthday to you! Why won't I die? We're staying at the Dayton Arms Hotel. It got three diamonds from Five Diamond Magazine. Please don't make us go. If you make me get on that plane, I'll give myself diarrhea. I know how. Okay, don't go. Just stay here and rot with Grandpa. I'm only riding on the right side. All right side, you. <laughs> All right, kids, you don't have to go. But I insist we do something tonight as a family. We'll play board games, put photos in an album, measure how much you've grown, and... What is your deal, anyway? Well, I... I... Let's just rent a movie. Um... Doesn't that sound like a lovely family thing? And like, yeah, everyone in the family hates each other. Doesn't want to spend any time together. So here we are after that clip. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's rough. And Marge just gives up on the whole idea after like one quip from Bart. He's like, "What's wrong with you?" She's like, "Oh, you're right. Never mind. Let's go get a movie." I, yeah, all everyone in the family like. Is awful. They're, everyone in the family is awful to each other, basically, this entire episode. Except for Marge and Homer, who just want to get laid, I guess. That's really... They're, they're, they are have a singular mission, and that is to have sex, and the kids can't be around. That's the, their choice. That's all they want in this episode. They do have a... They have a want. Their character, they have a character want. It is 
to have sex without the children being around them. Well, not yet. They haven't well, not, not just have sex. They, they just want to not have someone constantly relying on them and to be responsible for another human being. Oh, not have kids, you mean? Yes, exactly. They want to not have kids for a while. Oh. I don't know of any parent who wants to have, be a parent all the time. <laughs> That's well, fair. they're also pissed off schools are closed. Fair enough, Matt. I'm just... I. That is a nuanced view, I think, of, like, more nuanced than this episode can handle of, like, maybe sometimes parents don't want to have kids around. And maybe we could just engage engage with that idea as real as being the characters acting like real people. Yeah, that'd be my that's that's my question. I, uh, I want to go. I'm going to touch on a couple things in that, that clip real quick. OK, the first one is there's a spot where she says we're going to Dayton and there's like a pause and then she says Dayton, Ohio. And that joke implies that there are other Dayton's that would be better. And I don't. I'm not aware of any other Daytons. Are there other Daytons? I probably, probably none that we don't want to know about. They're pro- I'm, I'm assuming. Sur- I'm assuming uh, they're. Sorry, are there other more impressive Daytons, like really exciting Daytons? No, but I mean, the Zippery Museum sounds rad by comparison. I just I assume that that's the that's the joke is it's it's the it, the Dayton you expect it to be. It's not a surprise. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a it's a good joke. Before we get any further, I forgot to ask you, Izzy. You've told me what I just want to establish your your experience with the Simpsons in general. Right, yeah. You've told me that you can you never weren't able to watch The Simpsons as a child. Right. Right. It was a a a dirt a dirt smut show that oh, had wow. bad bad contents in it. Um and I was forbidden from watching The Simpsons except for for some reason. Um I remember watching a few episodes at like my cousin's house, and I remember watching, uh, ending up watching the movie by basically accident at some point in my life, um, where me and my family went to went to the theater. We're gonna go see something, and it wasn't available, it was sold out, or wasn't there or something. And we ended up watching the Simpsons movie, which was weird, uh, given that my whole growing up to that point, the opinion of the show had been like it was something that would corrupt your morals and turn you into a terrible person. Um, and also I do know that, uh, you can, uh, not take the Butterfingers from, from Bart Simpson. If you try to do that, you will come to grave physical harm. So I know that. Okay, good. Don't lay a finger. Yeah, don't. Those are the BBs. Neither one. Fair enough. Even though that Butterfinger is pretty good. It's good. I'm I'm a big Butterfinger fan. As you should be. It's excellent. Okay. But you, you have not... How many... I'll ask this question. How many Simpsons episodes have you seen in your life? I have probably... I have probably seen a couple dozen Simpsons episodes, but like intentionally, I don't know, one hand. Okay. All right. That's good. That's just why I wanted a, some some ground, ground rules for our listeners, because generally... I played the video game a lot. Which one? One of the arcade one where okay. if the family yeah. goes and beats up everybody with their with their um, signature weapons and moves. <laughs> yes, Marge gets her her vacuum cleaner. That's my yeah. I, I'm always a Marge. I always play as Marge. Um, I think that's correct. It's a good. That's a good good fun game. I think she has the best stats. <laughs> yes, she's she's a class cannon build. Uh, Marge is um, good uh, DPI. Not DPI. What am I saying? DPS. No, no I like the other one. Let's DPI. do that one. She's like a mouse. A mouse. Yeah, hers, mouse. 
her sprite is just way higher resolution than the uh, other ones in the game. I'm struggling today. Matt's usually here to <laughs> Matt's usually here to make fun of me, but now it's you. No, I'm good. No. It is going to take over that job for today. We <laughs> we can trade off. There's a lot of things we made fun of. That's fair oh, enough. There's so much. So yeah, we got that the clip where they want they're going to Dayton. Kids don't want to go to Dayton. Yeah. So I guess they're not. I guess that's just what it's going to They're going to stay home with grandpa. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, if you bitch enough, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> but not enough. He said one thing. It's like, no. So I don't want to. And I mean, like, if fine. someone tells you, if you make me do this, I'm going to give myself diarrhea and you have to clean it up. I'm going to be like, you know what? Maybe you're right. right. Maybe, maybe I don't want to clean up diarrhea. So they go to they go they go to lackluster video, uh, which ah, got him. <laughs> it's not a. Very, very poignant reference <laughs> um, where they have a there's a joke about the adult film section. Mo goes in there and it's just a bunch of art house stuff featuring uh, some French guys and a pedophile. Um, I think there's maybe another joke in there, but it's mostly that. But the family ends up renting a chick flick together. Love story. A romance, I guess, really. But whatever. Um, Homer makes a joke about how for women sex is something to be endured and never enjoyed so, so that's good ha, 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 ha. that's a good really good funny solid joke from the simpsons to his son to like explain why his son should sit through this bad movie which is not a good motivation actually no it's it's a bad idea uh all around it's a bad joke it's there's a lot of, there's several of these here, this is this is and this is here. Is he? This is this, several. There's several of these. Is this the other thing? I, we were telling Nick last week. We were going to repeat this again. This episode's actually not that bad for this season. Me and Matt, <laughs> me and Matt were talking about it before you joined the call, and we were like, hey, "This is actually not that bad compared to like some recent episodes." Or you know, this is actually it's all right. You know, there's some bits. There's some funny yeah. things. There's it moves the plot. I'll say this: the plot is pretty. If you like, if you get past some of the like cartoonishness to make the it make it work, the plot is relatively tight, and they get to it relatively quick. Um, there's actually an arc. It's not very satisfactory, but there is an arc for the characters, um, which is more than a lot yeah. of some of the episodes lately. I'll say that uh, it's not it it it's very nice to look at as well. I'll say that too. The animation is good. The direction is good. Then they, they this is the worst. I think this is the worst part of this episode. But they they watch the movie and Bart and Lisa are just ragging on it the entire time. Uh, I, I I guess uh, they don't like the like I I don't know. Again, this is what did they what did Marge and Homer expect when they make children watch a romance like a slow boring romance movie? Yeah, that's boring to adults too. And to kids, it must be mind numbing. Like there's no. Like Toy Story, go get what, like right because her yeah, her, her motivation before was like I want to do something together as a family and get everybody involved in this. We can play board games. We can do some other stuff. And then they go get a movie and they get this movie that's definitely not supposed to be entertaining to the kids at all. No, it's it's entertaining to a very specific audience, and the children are not part of it. Um, Bart and Lisa start fighting again. We learn that Lisa practices Wicca. And not Kabbalah, which is a Hollywood fad. Right. Um, so they fight. Then Marge gets angry. And then we get a 
seen where Homer and Marge are not in the mood for sex, even though, and Marge makes a joke about be, always being ready for a triple X throwdown. Usually being ready usually, for a triple X throwdown. Usually good for a triple X throwdown. Um, hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. They make a joke about the wall being thin. They do, yet again. Yeah, this is at least the third time they've done this, and I don't know. At a certain point, I got it. I'm good. Um, there was a bit right before that where they just finished watching the movie where Marge asks Homer, would you be sad if I died? And he goes like, ah, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it wouldn't make, I, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah. He says, oh, I wouldn't be God. happy. Yeah. Like, aren't you guys supposed to be okay? Like, what is this? <laughs> no, that's see, this is, this is the, the perspective I really wanted is because me and Matt are kind of like desensitized to all this. We are we're kind of like we love obviously love the best episodes the best seasons where Marge and Homer were like a loving couple and they were like <laughs> they had problems once in a while but they got over it and they always came together they didn't just make offhanded comments about maybe I'll miss you if you died <laughs> so it's nice it's to have painful. someone it's a, yeah have a fresh perspective to remind us how terrible that is so. I guess uh, he's just you. You just are numb to it now. Yeah, they make kinda, casual comments about each other dying. <laughs> we didn't even mention it. You notice? I just, I just went right past it. I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. They uh, watched the movie. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is sad. So, yeah, Marge and Homer are supposed to be like loving and like an archetypal perfect relationship for the most part. Like they're both of them are aren't perfect, but you know they love each other and try really hard. They, and they certainly would be upset if one of the other died. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be like a that's eh, 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 fine you win some you lose some yeah so they we cut from all this from them being upset to the airport um and i have a clip that goes all the way to the end of the first act what kind of an airline routes all their flights through nome alaska it's their hub <coughs> homie look at them Honeymooners. No kids, no worries. Here's your future. <laughs> Not me. I do crunches. Remember our honeymoon? <laughs> oh, I gotta get back to work. Hold that thought. <laughs> Attention, Miami passengers. Suntan Airlines is now boarding Rose Pina Colada through Daiquiri. <laughs> You know, if we were younger and crazier, we'd trade in these tickets and run off to Miami. March, let's do it. What about Uncle Tyrone? We got one weekend to ourselves, and we got to spend it watching some old geezer's odometer turnover. As the Bible says, screw that. <laughs> we don't have boarding passes, but we need to get on that plane for reasons that are utterly insane. Go ahead. What do I care? I'm getting laid off tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're ditching our kids and taking a second honeymoon. Yay! And we're blowing off Uncle Tyrone's birthday. Yay! You guys are such party animals, we're going to skip the safety check and just take off. Yay! As the Bible says, screw that. <laughs> That's the best quote to come out of this entire episode. That's why I'm not allowed to watch this show. Nah. I mean, this is in 2004. It doesn't say that. That's a lie. It doesn't. That's true. The Bible doesn't say that anywhere. Uh, Homer just lied about the Bible scripture. <laughs> um, yeah, they're 
they they are going to fly to, instead of flying to Dayton, they somehow trade in their tickets to Miami. Um, sure, and the the ticket agent is like, yeah, okay, cool, and they do that. I mean, at least they may give him like. I'm going to lose my job, so I don't care. And it's not just like, yeah, that happens. That's true. And that's it. These are the things that you kind of like, all right, I guess that isn't, that isn't, there's multiple times in this where you're like, there's no way that would happen in real life, but sure, whatever. We'll, we'll let it, we can let it slide. I do like the, everyone in the plane is happy that they are ditching their children and their elderly family members birthday party. They cheer. In fact, I mean, that does own, <laughs> I they're not really ditching their children. The children opted to stay home. If they're already ditched, like they they, they didn't want to go. They chose. They opted. Yeah, it's, out. Not, it's not ditching. They elected to stay home. So you know they, they're doing what they want. The the parents have to do what they want. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I think I would have just. I would have just not never planned to go to Dayton in the first place. I maybe that's. Wait, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, oh, Dayton, Ohio. Oh, no, no, damn. Dayton, Russia, guys. Come on, that's, that's where the real part I'm not, is. I'm not going to Russia. I'm not going anywhere right now, unfortunately. Um, so they're on their way to Miami. Fun, fun, fun. We go to commercial at 7 minutes and 21 seconds. And when we come back, uh, we get Homer and March. They are upgraded to first class because, oh, no, there's too many people on the plane, even though everyone seems to have a seat. But sure, why not? Uh, they're really enjoying it. They get robes. They get you know manicures homer gets three stakes instead of the opportunity of well, one stake or two stakes gets three he also reads the economist and somehow feels like he knows what's going on even though i'm quite sure that he does not and neither does marge so here man before you go any further i have it's weird trivia about the economist everyone's okay. favorite everyone's favorite magazine everyone loves the economist um famously in planes too i think right yeah obviously Rich people fly, so obviously they want to know about the world's economy. Okay. I mean, it's better than SkyMall. It is absolutely not better I, than I was going to say, no, no, Matt. I mean, it depends on what you're into. No. I find it much better than SkyMall. Matt, you're, you are a tremendous weirdo. So, <laughs> Homer makes a joke about reading The Economist and, make, and asks, did you know Indonesia is at a crossroads? And then, four days later... The Economist indeed had an article about Indonesia referring to the crossroads and mentioning a Simpsons episode. Wow. And then seven months later, after that, they ran a cover headline reading Indonesia at a crossroads. Hmm. Mm, I think somebody at the Simpsons also works for The Economist. Probably. Or it's just Matt Groening, really, like he invests heavily and so he talks to the guys at The Economist a lot. I don't know. I think the that's Horizon might be a big uh, mural painted on the inside of a large dome. I... Huh? No. You're not gonna... Oh, okay. No, we're not gonna go through that. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> that was my economist trivia, Matt. Well, I, I appreciate that, Robbie. It's good. It's more of a publishing trivia than an economist trivia. But yeah, that's good. I like it. What happens next? Oh, that's right. Sorry, it's my act. It is. It's your turn. Yeah. Keep, keep going. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Uh, meanwhile, the kids are at home with Grandpa. Uh, where they're watching on TV as a tornado really wrecks Dayton. It goes right through the Dayton Arms Hotel where Homer and Marge are supposedly staying. Then it goes back and hits it again. And then it drills down to the basement because uh, they want to make it clear that the Simpsons would have been killed. Uh, so uh, the remarkably enough, the parents, uh, Homer and Marge, call right after this. Quiet, Grandpa. Hello? Mom? Huh? 
Hi, sweetie. We're just calling a check-in. Where are you? Are you okay? Right here in Dayton. <laughs> At the Dayton Arms Hotel? Yep. It's really boring. You kids would have hated it. <laughs> so, how's the weather in Dayton? Oh, you know, typical boring Dayton weather. Hey, do I hear a back rub? No, no. That's the uh, the noise the phone makes when you've been on too long. Bye now, love you. Something's fishy. They're not in Dayton. They're somewhere fun. We're not enough fun for them? Well, I know how to find out where they are. So this is where the Catch Me If You Can parody kind of kicks into high gear. Uh, also, you know, it's fine if she hears a back rub. You could get in the back rub in Dayton. I, I, I mean, I, you know. I, I, I will admit, I laughed at Lisa hearing a back rub. I laughed at that. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty and good right, joke. Right, that's a weird joke. <laughs> yes. I la that's the only time I laughed in this entire episode, so I might as well say, like, call, I might as well call it out. That's when I laughed. I laughed when Lisa's like, is that the sound of a back rub? I like the. I kind of laughed when Grandpa pulled his, his uh, you know, feet up into the weird wizard no, no, laws. No, oh no 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 no! Uh, mm. It was all right. It was not like a serious laugh. It was more like a oh my god, why <laughs> laugh? Like, this could not be reality. But I also laughed. So you know. All right. Uh, so the kids are obviously upset that the uh, Homer and Marge went somewhere cool without them because obviously the parents are not allowed to have fun without the kids there uh, because. That would be unfair, I guess. Uh, they managed to convince Grandpa to drive them to Miami from wherever Springfield I, is. I, and, and... I do want to point out at this point, Matt, Maggie is nowhere to be seen for the entirety of the rest of this episode. Uh, she's still in the cat box. I, I, that's, she was on the couch with the kids and Grandpa. And then mm -hmm. we just see the kids and grandpa leave her alone in the house. They don't arrange for a babysitter. They don't drop her off at Flanders' house or it was Selma and, Selma and Patty. They're, they're, Maggie's just alone. It's a baby. Yep. No supervision. Uh -huh. Yep. Do we? Are we just supposed to forget? Yep. Okay. Or did not care. Okay. Just, I'm just making. I just want to make sure. You know. Maybe there was like a Home Alone parody that happened in the in the background here. Yeah, someday we'll get that episode. That would be better. So, uh, at this point, the grandpa and the kids end up down in Miami. Uh, Homer and Marge, meanwhile, haven't gotten to this yet. So, we get a interaction between Homer and Marge and so a young couple who, for some reason, want kids. Boy, it's great being here without those children of yours. Yeah, I've never sat by a pool this long without having to apologize to someone. And tonight we'll finally and romantically hum. Here's to life without children. Well, we can't wait to have kids. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Seriously, with the new breast pumps and diaper genies and corporate flex time, child rearing ought to be a snap. <laughs> you keep thinking that. <laughs> so yes, uh, we can see here that Marge thinks, Homer uh, and Marge think that anyone wanting children is just absolutely foolish. 
Although to be fair, they're right when they're when the you know, the yuppie people say that oh, child rearing should be a snap. No, raising children is always going to be difficult, no matter how much technology helps you out, unless it completely does it for you. So they are right to wait, slightly wait, be laughing. Wait, wait, also, wait, I love... wait, 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 wait. You just said something. We can't just like let this go. What do you mean when technology does it for you? Do you, or do you have access oh, to some baby with an exact robot duplicate? Wait, are you like, are, are you talking to Elon Musk or something? You got like a secret connection? What, what do you mean? Or the exact robot duplicate? Like when they're life able model, to create life model decoys? Like exactly a life model decoy of you. And you just flip it on and be like, all right, raise this kid for 18 years. And then, all right, moved out. Click. It's off. Now I can go back to enjoying my life. And I also have kids. What? Okay. I just. And the corporate flex time. <laughs> That's very important. I just want to point out. There are people who enjoy having children. They huh. they exist. Stuff, right? they, there's there's a lot of them. Like yeah, I know that having kids is hard work. I'm not going to debate that. But there are also people who genuinely enjoy having children. And Homer and Marge are those people. That's Marge especially. Not this time like, though. Marge, yes. Homer, it kind of goes back and forth over the years. No, is you're right. Not this time. That's the problem. Marge is not a person who thinks doesn't want children ever. She loves her children more than life itself. And I, I'm just like, who's this lady? She's, she's just like, oh yeah, my kids. I hate them. I'm like, what? The first yeah. thing on the episode was like. She called them creeps or something. <laughs> she called them creeps. That's her first line was like, you creeps. That's, uh, what, that's what Charles Bronson calls uh, the criminals in Death Wish movies. He calls them creeps. So then he shoots them with a big gun. So I don't. It's not good. I don't. That, I just wanted to say. I just. That is in particular. that's the reference? Oh, my God. That's what I equate creeps to. It could be to many, many things. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think about when I think of creeps. I think of that's what you call criminals in Death Wish movies. Because they're not real people. They're creeps. <laughs> that makes it so much darker. Oh my uh, god. That's, that's my brain. What were you saying, Matt? I'm sorry. I was just going on to point out that uh, Homer and Marge, basically at this point, are laughing at anyone who wants to have kids and thinks it'll be easy. Which, you know, that's fine. Uh, I wouldn't laugh at people who want to have kids. They're where people can keep our civilization going. Uh, although there probably could stand to be fewer of them. Uh, but as anyone who thinks that you know, raising kids will be easy. It's it's right for them to be laughed at. They should be punished in some way. They Meanwhile, shame and mockery. Yeah, oh, exactly. You're... And they do make these people pretty unsympathetic because they're just hanging out on the beach. Like, oh, have you guys been having that conversation? Yeah, right. Well, you guys suck. We can't wait. I mean, they don't make it. There's not a person. There's not a character in this episode that I feel sympathy towards. Okay. What about Eeyore? I mean, e um, more. E more. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wow, that's harsh, Robbie. I love Eeyore. That's really rough. I love Winnie the Pooh. One of my probably my favorite Disney property. I'll I'll say it. Probably my favorite Disney properties: Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore oh, and Tigger. He said it. And this pale imitation gets run over by a car. Not my. I'm not not a fan. Simpsons. There. Boom. Hot take. Wow. Hot take. Mm -hmm. So, meanwhile, uh, Grandpa starts to look for love uh, of all the old folks in Miami because there are so, so many of them. Uh, Miami Beach is not filled with young, hot singles. I mean, they're there, but, you know, it's at least as much filled with old people. I, uh, I, I, I lived in South Florida for a time, Matt, as you know, and mm -hmm. this is the most accurate part of this episode where you walk on the beach and it's just a bunch of old folks. 
Yep. I don't know if you guys know this who listen, but Florida is like 90% old people. I once visited a family in Ohio and I went to the mall and I'm like, what the hell? There's there's only like 10% of these people are old. It's 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 strange. And then I realized, all oh, right, Florida, the only place where they don't they don't constantly feel cold. This is also where the Wizard of Oz thing happens, Matt. And I don't know what. Mm-mm. No, no, it's bad. I don't like nope. it. It's it's very bad and stupid. Don't and like, like it. why? Yeah. Grandpa sits down with a bunch of old ladies and then. He show, he's like he's showing off he was in the movies once and he says I played the feet I played feet of the witch in Wizard of Oz that gets hit by a house and then his feet roll yeah there's up. so many reasons for people for women to hate grandpa why, why is this the one I don't know and why he's doing good he's like successful and people are interested in him up to this point which is wild but then it's like oh no there should be a conflict here what if he's uh just horrifying <laughs> what if he's what if he's a Cronen- what if he's a Cronenberg monster? What if his his legs can roll up in like an and curl into a spiral like he's in a Tim Burton movie? Tim Burton did Wizard of Oz. Uh, I'm pretty sure no, he that's did a remake. I would actually want to see. Didn't Tim Burton direct <laughs> that Oz remake, or who did that? I thought that was Tim oh my Burton. God, is that... there was no remake? Oh, there no. was a movie called Oz. Yeah, I mean, what, Matt? Come on, who cares? It's a Wizard of Oz movie. Oz the Great and Powerful, wasn't it called? Who yeah. directed that? If it James was Tim Frank Burton, if it was Tim much. Burton, that bounced right off of my. I'm not aware of it. It didn't happen. There's no space in my head for that. Oh no, it's worse. Oh, that makes me sadder that it's not Tim Burton because it's Sam Raimi. Oh, I like and I, I like I like Sam Raimi. Why would you do that, Sam Raimi? Yeah. Don't do that. Make, Did make, you see that movie, Robbie? No. Why would Why would I? It I has, mean, I don't know if it's good or bad. It has, it's, Maybe it's good. It has James Franco in it. Okay. No, thank you. Occasionally, he does. No, 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 no. I am. I have a strict anti-Franco policy. <laughs> we have. A, okay, that's that's hey, a lot. Hey, Dave Franco just made a really good movie. I can't remember what it's called. You, Matt, do you want me to, to, to talk about the terrible things the Francos have done to people in Isn't real life? I am well aware. No, that's that's the, all the all of them are bad. No, but like. Oh, okay. Some are worse than others. <laughs> there are varying levels of Franco. I'm just saying that none of them. I don't care. On a, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. On a scale from Dave to Francisco, all right? We need to establish it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scale. <laughs> I'm not. Lord. No, I am, How Franco are you? I'm zero. How, how, wherever the scale is that is permits none. I that's where I'm at. Okay, and especially but none that permits the that Oz the Great and Powerful movie that by all accounts is ops. It looked exactly like it looked exactly like the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland remake, which I did see, and it was one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. So I can't imagine that Oz the Great and Powerful was good. That's probably true. I just can't. It's, so, I can't. I can't. My would imagination. Would it have been better if Grandpa's feet were in it? No, <laughs> no, he wouldn't. It just would. It's not better. This is a very. I don't know why Grandpa's in this episode. And it is have a really have a troubling point. subplot. <laughs> Everything he does is bad in different ways. There's not a part of it with Grandpa that is good. It's not <laughs> no, funny. None of it. It's not funny. It's not necessary. It just things happen to him. He's around in South Florida. And you don't, I don't know why. It's really like it fills time, I guess. That's the thing it achieves. Oh, there's a meme here, too, where the, the hip kids are carrying a hippity hop boombox by. 
Uh, and then the old guys are carrying, I believe, just an entire record player. They are, and it's playing uh, it's playing Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy by the Andrews Sisters. That old chestnut. It's it's a fine song for it's good. yeah for grandpa's age. For the bit. For grandpa's, yeah, the bit's fine. It's all right. Yes. So <laughs> after this, uh, the Marge and Homer are going back to their room to finally, you know, have sex without the kids there because they couldn't have had it any of this time, I guess. Uh, but they see the kids who have fallen asleep outside their door, and then the race is on. Come on, everybody, have some sexual congress. Not the kind of congress that contains whole songers. <gasps> the kids tracked us thing. A romantic holiday just became a stinking family vacation. March, I won't let that happen. We have to grab this chance for romance now, or we'll never be alone. Not till Lisa's in college and we've lost contact with Bart. You're right. But where do we go? I've got a card that can take us anywhere in the world. Yeah, so at this point, Homer has Ned Flanders' Visa card. And so they hop on a plane and we are off uh, on a, a chase with Homer and Marge running away from their children, even though their children appear to be alone in Miami. Homer and Marge have no idea how they got there. They just know that they don't want to be around their children. So it's okay to abandon them in Miami. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Seems good. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're resourceful. Point, they got to, to Miami. Think they got, about that. Yeah, they got to Miami. So obviously they can get home. It's fine. Don't worry about it, Matt. Yeah. So what happens, Matt? We go to a commercial. Oh, okay. 12 minutes and 51 seconds. Was this a short act? Short, short second act. Only five minutes long. Five and a half minutes. So... Uh, Bart, this is another thing. Okay, if we just let, let it happen because the plot needs it to happen. Bart looks up the itinerary because they distract a, this time they distract a airport worker. Lisa and a joke about airport lounges. It's a good bit. I like that bit. Okay. I appreciated that. Six out of ten bit. So, I mean, I think uh, I can agree with that. Six out of ten. He has a, he has a shotgun. It's ridiculous. He does Fantastic. have a shotgun. That's... He goes at like... Goes after someone going into the Platinum Lounge with a weapon. That's fantastic. You gotta get that shotgun ready for children. So, um, then we cut back to the grandpa. Remember? Grandpa's still in Miami. Uh, kids have moved on. Parents have moved on. Grandpa's still there for some reason. And we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, I have a clip here of Grandpa. Oh, no. <laughs> out on the beach. And he meets uh, a lovely man named Raul. You're more boring than my husband, and he's dead. Well, I bet I smell better. At the moment, it's about even. I can't wait till we bury the last of you Hepburn types. Really? Mm, perhaps I can help. I have a penthouse from which you can see all the way to Epcot. If you take a woman there, she will be yours. Hot ziggity! Indeed. I am Raoul. While we walk... May I place my hand on your shoulder as a sign of friendship? Why not? Uh, okay. Oh, boy. Um, so we are now in a very special episode. <laughs> <laughs> About not talking to strangers, even when you're 60 or 70 years old. Raul is, this is uh, Hank Azaria doing his foreign gay voice. <laughs> that's, that's, this is, he do, he uses it, he's used it multiple times. It's, this. That's what it says on the label. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's this is Hank Azaria doing his foreign gay voice. That's it's the one he has for it. 
He's he's he pulled it out out of the closet for a couple of occasions. Ah. I know. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> it's another one. It is. Um, we cut from and why? Like I, it like why is this here? Like why? This bit is so unnecessary and bad. It's just doing nothing at all. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, and this it's doesn't just creepy. It just it's just creepy and unpleasant. It's just a thing that happens to Grandpa. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be in this episode. It's nothing to do with anything else happening. <laughs> they just put it in here. Like some writer thought, like, oh, let's. Well, Grandpa's around. He's still in Miami. Let's have something happen to him. Yeah, wh- what if what a, could happen to him? How about a sexual predator? <laughs> what if about a man picks him up? And you're like, what do you mean a man picks him up? Like a, a like a elderly gay man uh, befriends him and takes him up to his penthouse. And you're like, what do you mean? Why would we do that in this episode? Oh, it's funny. What do you mean? No, it's not. Why is this? Where's the humor in this? Yeah. Where's the joke? I don't get it. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, the next stop, Atlantic City. We're traveling. Atlantic City, kids are still chasing the parents. Uh, we get jokes about Dredrick Tatum fighting rhinos and giving out kids uh, balloons on the boardwalk. Um, and it's at this point that we get the Catch Me If You Can parody sequence, which is a Saul, ba- Saul Bass-esque musical montage similar to the one used in Catch Me If You Can's credits. And it's it looks really good in Catch Me If You Can. And it looks really good here uh, because it's <laughs> Saul Bass is, it was an excellent uh, designer and filmmaker and catch me if you can Spielberg did a great job at replicating that design. And the Simpsons did a good job of replicating that design and putting the Simpsons twin spin on it. It's a twist. It's like, it's like two minutes long. long. Yeah. It, it's the best part of the episode. That's probably true. The only thing I kind of like, this is an absolutely unnecessary criticism, but here I am. Uh, so here it is. They, Their heads, ha- none of them has outlines except for their heads. That's weird to me. Yeah, I think that's that's them just needing to give it a little bit of like, oh, it's the Simpsons. Or don't forget. Don't forget it's the Simpsons. That's fair. I, I w- might have. I don't know. That's all I got. That's my only. <laughs> fair enough. Matt, have you seen? They go everywhere, right? Like the the catch me if you can uh, element here is that they are flying to a whole bunch of different places. They go to many. They go to different cities across the United States. Matt, have you seen Catch Me If You Can? I have. Very good movie. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna. We would be doing that for a bonus episode at some point. If you have not seen Catch Me If You Can, I just. I just. No, Robbie, I've never seen it. Oh, we're not. Nope. We 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 do trying to do movies we haven't seen before. Um, even though we did do Jurassic Park. Well, it's hard not to do. Jurassic this. Park's great. Um, so it is great. It is great. They, we get a travel travel sequence in this montage. They go everywhere. We get the little Indiana Jones red lines on maps, traveling back and forth, as the parents and the kids are chasing away from each other. It's it's a it's a it's a good sequence. Then we cut back to the very important role in Grandpa subplot. No. <laughs> mm. uh, and no, I, I said. Just nothing. No, no about that. Well, uh, here, here is my clip. Raul listens to Grandpa for some reason. Okay, Raul, let's go meet some senoritas. Grandpa, I must confess, I am not as interested in women as my open shirt might suggest. To be frank, they disgust me. Uh Uh-oh. Yes, 
Now let us enjoy one of your rambling, disjointed, yet somehow erotic tales. Are you gonna go lavender on me? We shall see, huh? But I promise you I will treasure every word that drops from your beautiful lips. Really? You're sweet. Proceed. For many years I was a tater farmer, but the shameful truth is that taters farmed me. Your neck skin dances when you speak. <laughs> That's the end of that bit, too. Right? It is. Just nothing those, nothing, nothing else happens to Grandpa in this episode. So the last we see of him, I, he lives with the growl now. I think that's what happens. He just lives there. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why they put this in this episode. I don't know what Raul is, why he's a character at all. I don't know... Well, I I don't know if you picked up on this, but you see, I, I think it's impl- they're implying that he is a homosexual. <laughs> oh, it makes sense now. I get it. And that's yeah. funny. That's funny. That's a good joke. And so, like, he is trying to pick up Grandpa, who is not homosexual. Oh, well, maybe he is, though. And uh, he also, the visual bit that you missed in the clip is that he doesn't want to hear him talk either. He just turns off his hearing aid. Yeah, so he, he doesn't have to listen to him. He doesn't listen to him. It's just the meanest thing. It really oh is. Oh, God. It's, it's very, it's very, I just, I included it because it colors, uh, it, it's inclusion in this episode colors it, my opinion of it even worse than it would have already. Because uh, it doesn't need to be here. That's the thing. There's no and reason. It does nothing. It, the whole joke is this is a gay. Uh, he's here interacting with Grandpa in ways that Grandpa presumably doesn't want. Oh no! Oh, that's it. It's just like, oh no, Grandpa's in a room with a gay. Oh no, what's gonna happen? <laughs> oh no, what if Grandpa became gay? What if Grandpa went? What if Grandpa went lavender? Oh, went lavender. Oh no. Oh God! Oh Simpsons! You're... The entirety of the bit. <laughs> it is okay. Oh, I just wanted to. It's just last week. Duncan... See, Izzy, what you miss? You get this. What we got last okay. week was a terrible transphobic joke. Oh, nice. Nick got that. Nick got the terrible transphobic joke. You get this unnecessary, weird, <laughs> like... gay, gay subplot. It doesn't make any sense. So it's it's yeah, not great. <laughs> no, it's bad. It's very bad. Um, now it's gone forever. We can forget about it. For- <laughs> it's completely gone forever. He's just there. He's just in that pet house for the rest of his life. He doesn't show up in the, I assume he doesn't show up in the rest of the episodes of the show ever again. Oh, Roll? No, Roll's gone for sure. Oh, I mean, Grandpa. Oh, That's where he lives. <laughs> no, Grandpa's uh, also gone. No, Grandpa's, Grandpa's, a, I guess, a couple now. He's in, he lives nice. in Miami with Roll. Because Roll listens to him, at least pretends to. Um, back to the plot. Marge and Homer are think they've finally gotten away from the kids and they're ready for romance. Homer is in a speedo or, or you know, bikini brief. I believe, I believe the, the technical term is banana hammock. <laughs> I don't whatever he's in. I'm not a fan. So they're ready for romance. And then Bart and Lisa show up wah, wah, and they argue. <laughs> and now, my darling, it's finally time for romance. But before the intercourse, the dinner course! Busted! You guys lied to us. You probably do this all the time. This whole family is built on a tissue of lies and romance. Yeah, it's a tissue covered in blood and boogers. Would you two just shut up? 
Sure, we lied. We lied so we could spend a single night as a married couple without worrying about you kids. Those days are over. Give it up. <sighs> you win, kids. Just sleep here tonight and we'll all go back to Springfield tomorrow. Great. What do you want to play? How about the floor is made of lava? All I wanted was a second honeymoon. And now the floor is made of lava. I don't... I don't feel bad, Homer. Sorry. Nope. Like, just... Why Why did she just plan that? And, like, sit, sit down with your kids and Well, tell... they didn't want it until... <laughs> 30 seconds before they're getting on the plane to go to Dayton. I, I, I know, but it's also, they're children. You punish them. Like, you control them. That You can't, and if they are, like, literally, like, running away from home, I, it, like, it's just, it's just this thread in which you pull on it, and it just unravels this picture of them as a, a family. Like, they aren't real people. And it's just, you pull this out, and it's just like, oh, well, these kids... Normal in a normal situation, the parents would go, "Well, we're going on a we're going on a honeymoon together, a second honeymoon alone without you. You're staying home with grandpa. These are your, this is the decision. We're adults. You're children, and you're not allowed to steal another child's credit card to follow us." Yeah, and if a kid does do that, like they go, like you put them in like boarding school or something. Like there's repercussions. Not oh well. Okay. Well, I think it's been made clear in other Simpsons media that he uh, they they're unable to discipline their children because anytime he tries to take away the Butterfinger, he receives grave physical harm. I mean, that's when you're. I guess when your reference is just the candy candy bars, you know that you're not. That is true. I'm not gonna. I can't argue with that. You, but you they're get... also treated like a force of nature, kind of the whole episode. Like, oh, these kids are just a thing that happens in our lives and causes damage and destruction and there's nothing we can do about it except for run away yeah and also that the kids I, this is my other problem like bart and lisa they eventually get their morals back their feelings about their parents they they have them eventually again but for 90 percent of this episode they don't have any feelings about their parents where in most episodes most good episodes they love their like because their parents are like good parents that try really hard to be good for them most of the time they fail but then they you know try hard to make up for their failures uh and then the kids love them back because they understand their parents are trying uh that would be most episodes and the kids are people too and the children they're children but they do love their parents and they also want you don't want their kids their parents to be angry and upset and sad and this happens in this whole episode yeah they're just they they just wish ill for them the entire time like oh you're gonna have a good thing well I don't, I'm not going to do anything good for myself either, but I will ruin what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so they eventually, uh, it's at this point that the kids kind of have feelings again for their parents. They remember that these are their parents and they love them because they have to, because the plot needs to have an end. And um, they decide they're going to give their parents some time alone. So they are going to go off to the amusement park alone. Like, why don't they just tell their, like, they would say, hey, Mar hey, dad, hey, mom, why don't we – you give us some money and we're, we'll leave you alone for the day and you have some fun. We're sorry. Uh, they don't do that. And Marge and Homer have already gone too, by the way. Marge and Homer have also not been adults and talked to their children like their parents. They just left them again. <laughs> like what's going on? Okay. Matt, what is, what is this? Like 
how many times I, I need you because you're always here. How many times do I start an episode being more positive about it? And then by the end of the third act, I start breaking down. That's pretty much all of them these days. Everything since season 11, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Uh, at least 95 plus percent okay i really try and keep a positive mindset going into this and try and be look at the bright side but they go to the theme park they're at niagara falls by the way right we're at niagara falls sure sure it's a it's a it's a tourist tourist place um so marge and homer also go to the amusement park that Mar- bart and lisa are also at and they run into each other inconveniently on the ferris wheel Monsters! You followed us! No! You don't understand! We came here to give you some privacy! We understand perfectly well! Let me finish my sentence! Never! (laughs) This way! Quick, we can hide in here! I don't know. Only why don't we just go home, wait till the kids fall asleep, and have sex in the car? Because I was saving that for my birthday! Now come on! This must be what it's like to be in space. You've been to space. And yet, I've never been to me. Ugh. Huh? They go into a bouncy house. This is all the noises. That's a bouncy house for those who don't understand. I think you shouldn't have explained it and just (laughs) left a bunch of weird slapping noises in 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 the track. So they're in a bouncy house and. I wanted to include that weird Homer, like, metaphysical thing at the end. I don't, philosophical, I don't know what he's doing, existential, where he's like, I've never been to me. I'm like, Maybe it's a bookend to uh, Marge's metaphysical quote at the beginning of the episode that, that nobody was planned. Oh, I see. Like, literally no one. Yeah, it's not just yeah. them. It's none of us. None of us are know? planned. It's all... that. If that was true, that make that made me feel a little bit better. It's false. It, no, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm aware that's not true. Um, so okay, Marge and Homer are hiding and and having fun in a bouncy house in Niagara Falls, and it, but it, it was under repair or something. There's a sign. It's under repair. Yeah, it's under, broken. I don't know how that works. Like it's, it's either got mechanical failure. <laughs> It's a bouncy house or it's not. There's, I don't, it's a binary option, I think, where you either can enter <laughs> no, 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 no. it. It's got mechanical failure. Oh. And the mechanical failure is that they mistakenly placed this bouncy house uh, at the edge of a steep slope 15 feet from Niagara Falls. Um, and that's a gigantic, uh, you know, that's a huge oversight. It needs inspection in order to remedy that. So, <laughs> okay. I'm going to lay and Matt earlier, Matt, you had argued that Bart and Lisa getting thrown out of the bus into the house is the most like the stupidest cartoony thing that happens in the episode. Do I have to? You said that, Matt. Did you not say that? I remember it. Matt? Yeah. Okay. You you did say that. Okay. And this is what I was talking about. We're coming back around. Because they're in the bouncy house, and it bounces around, and as Izzy kind of alluded to, it falls off a... It goes goes tipsy and off a cliff side. It just rolls down a, a hill into mm-hmm. the river that leads to Niagara Falls. Um, So Marge and Homer, seeing that their bouncy house 
is about to go over Niagara Falls. They start to have sex before they die. Okay. Sure, why not? You don't need gravity for that. I mean, they have gravity for a bit before they hit the free fall, you know? A bit. Like two seconds. That's that's uh, that's how sex works, right? Yes. That's Well, with Homer, you never know. <laughs> All right. So, so the bouncy house goes off Niagara Falls as Homer and Marge are having sex. And then we, the audience, along with a tourist boat, finds them at the base of the falls. And this is the ending of the episode. More alive than any of you squares. Well, it looks like everything worked out just fine for everybody. Uh, the credit card bill seems a little chunky this month. Let's see what's going on vis-a-vis the visa. This. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. I just. I okay. just. They, Are we alright? They go down Niagara Falls, land, and then get found, like, because. And they're all crazy because they had sex. Yeah. Have either of you guys been to Niagara Falls? Nope. Nope. Alright. I have. Uh, it's beautiful. It's a great place. It's just to see the falls themselves. It's worth it if you're if if, if you're interested at all. Um, also, Toronto is nearby, so if you want to go, Toronto's a good city to visit. So I would suggest that. I went to Niagara Falls. I was there. I've been to the base. I've been at a platform near the base of the falls, and you get to like understand the the actual power that those they deliver, like the 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 just the sheer force. That those falls create. Would you say that that force is erotic? I would. I would not actually. No, it would not be in my top thirty adjectives to describe it. There's a lot of adjectives. I guess. Okay, it wouldn't be in my top thousand adjectives. How about that? So, uh, is that okay. better? So that's a that's a no. It's no. It's not erotic. It's like, it's a clear no. <laughs> it's a clear no. It's terrifying. That's my number one. It's like awesome in the in the proper context of the word in that it is it it makes you full of awe when you watch it when you're there when you see it when you're close to the sheer magnitude of these falls maybe that's why i find this so ridiculous because i've been there and i saw it and i it just they would be so dead they would be so dead so dead Oh, but the bouncy castle is inflated with air, you see. It's like a balloon, which floats in water. So yeah. the, I think the idea is they're inside the bouncy castle, which is like a balloon that floats in water, and then that would make them safe, you see. Am I crazy? Am I a crazy person? No. No, it's, mess- it's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing. Matt, am I crazy about Niagara Falls? No, no, you're not. Okay, that's I just that's good. We finally got an answer to that question. Um, I just I can't, it's just one of those like it's too far for me. It is just too absurd. I cannot buy it. I can't. Yeah, that's the thing, though. 
of all the things, all the plot things that happen in this episode, you know, like, oh, Bart gets into a computer and finds out where they're going next. Oh, Homer and Bart both have credit cards of Flanders's. So that's how they buy tickets. Like all the logistical things that make the plot happen. Yes, this is like, no, character writing. It's all nonsense for the most part. But the plot itself, like they go over Niagara Falls in a bouncy house and they have sex and it's fine. Like it's just very well, that's that's the way it works robbie i mean compared to some of the third acts we've seen recently uh you know i uh, the problem is matt you're not wrong um let's not totally blow past the bit with the like police boats oh i forgot either. about the police boats uh how that's really good <laughs> oh the canadian so boat calls the u.s boat hosers they call them hosers because that's what canadians say uh, yes, there's also a part where they're in the bouncy house and there's two police boats coming to save them, but they argue about who should save them because it's Canadian or U.S. territory. And the the you know what else the Canadians call the U.S. people Mexican hu- Mexican huggers. I don't Mexico touchers. touchers. Touch- oh, excuse well, that's me. Diff- that's a different implication. <laughs> that's even. I'm just saying they say a thing the like first that. One is rougher. Okay, they say that. They do. They say that, and then they let the people die, theoretically. would They would die. They'd right. be dead. They let that happen. Um, well, I mean, there's a rivalry. And here's the thing. Here's another thing. Okay, this just hit me like a ton of bricks. Mar- Mar- okay, Marge and Homer have gone over the edge of the falls in a bouncy house. And so they're at the bottom, they're bobbing along. They're fine, I guess, because a tour boat talked to them and said, they're, and they were like, yeah, we had sex in the dance house. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, okay. But then Bart and Lisa are up at the top, you know, at like the viewpoint area. And they're like, oh, I guess everything worked out. I'm like, you don't know if your parents are alive. No, Robbie, they can see. They know. A, a kid will know when their parent dies. They have a sixth <laughs> sense about it. What? Yeah, you feel that. What? It's like twins. The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, Yeah, and the biological one. Both. Okay. All right. I, both of those things. <laughs> okay. I just... They're like, it's a good thing this episode needs to end right now. So we can't have a longer scene where we actually discover if our parents haven't been horribly killed by, you know, crushing... Thou- millions of gallons of water crushing them to death drowning them breaking all their bones mm-hmm. okay i'm just i just want to point that out um then we get the flanders joke in the episode that's the end of the episode um it's not good it's not a good episode nope i i don't like i like it a lot less before i did a podcast like i i feel like i was i was like it's mediocre then I, t- I just talked to it about it for like an hour, and it's I don't like it anymore. But it's got that bit where they uh, do a, a – and it's named after, right? The Catch Me If You Can parody. They do have that two-minute sequence, which is the part I'd recommend to watch if you can find it on YouTube. The thing that it shares in common with that movie is that you can use a plane to do a travel. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I – yeah. I had thought – I remembered it oh. being more of that. It's not. And uh, and credit card fraud, I guess. There is some fraud going you on. You can also do credit card fraud. There is some fraud. There is not... I don't remember it in Catch Me If You Can if there's any elderly gay jokes. <laughs> yeah, are there, are there any uh, <laughs> completely tertiary 
thoughts about I actually I being I, abducted to a pet house for the rest I, of their life. I, I would like to apologize because I said the word jokes. I meant sneer quote jokes. Yeah, jokes. Uh. Like the joke is that there is an elderly gay man. That's the joke. That the, like that is literally the joke that I think they're trying to tell. Is like, isn't it funny yeah. that there is an old gay man and he wants to have sex with grandpa? Is it? He's going to do funny? gay stuff at someone that doesn't want it. Isn't that hilarious? That's a good joke, there, Simpsons. You're really doing. Uh-huh. You're doing great here. Um, now this is a bad episode. It has a couple good things. <laughs> it has a couple good things in it, but that's all I got to say about it. I think it has a couple good things, and everything else is not good. The characters are written poorly. It's not very funny. Um, the, the, the they go over the Niagara Falls and they're fine. I can't. I can't. I can't with that. Um, Matt, is there anything else you'd like to add? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not really. I guess the 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 Catch Me If You Can bit was cool to look at and fun mm-hmm. to see happen and there's music that was good and then uh yeah i don't know like they dunked on blockbuster for they, a little they, bit they did they and it... i feel like blockbuster got pretty owned in, in act one of this episode they did. They, uh, and so that was that was cool i they, always like to see that they called it lackluster yeah which is a synonym for bad disappointing <laughs> yeah um we'll rank oh and the... they dunked on woody <laughs> allen a little bit they did well not really they just said the non-funny Woody Allen, which is all of, them. All of them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you notice, there's not a different section. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just, yeah. They dunked on Woody Allen. I'll take that. Um, we will rank this episode at the end of the show. Hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. You guys, you guys... is this episode broken? Here, no. That's the thing, Matt. That's the thing. That's the thing, because I don't think it is. I don't like it, but I don't think it's broken. I think it works. Like, it has a plot, it has an arc, and that all connects. You know? It's stupid, but it works. Right? As far as I can tell. Okay. Like, do you disagree? I certainly don't disagree. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you're the one, you're the other vote, Matt. Izzy doesn't know what the hell we're talking about right now. Fair. (laughs) He's trapped. (laughs) In this hell that is this episode. Seems that way. Yeah. Okay, we can move on to our next segment. It is time for <laughs> comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the news group is where I look through the old nohomers.net forum and see what people are talking about when the uh, when the episode debuted, what they thought of the episode primarily. I pull some reviews, uh, look at the polls. Um, this I was expecting this to be more positive than it was. It was still mostly positive, but it was not overwhelmingly positive, which is what I was expecting. Because it feels like this episode plays those tricks that works on these people. Um, 27% thought it was a 5 out of 5. Perfect episode. Uh, 33%, which is the majority, gave it a 4 out of 5. And then nearly 20% gave it a 3 out of 5. Leaving only 19% total to give it a 2 or 1 out of 5. Some reviews. First review. 4 out of 5. Overall, an enjoyable episode, especially if you've seen Catch Me If You Can. The plot was very exaggerated. The Grandpa subplot was pretty useless. Is Grandpa still in Florida? But the Catch Me If You Can parody makes it up, makes up for it. Uh, next review. 
Two very weak acts to start with. Lingering shot of the phone was a painfully obvious dub-in cover. Even the business names are uninspired. Lackluster video? The swell of the Rado Hotel? Ugh. The only really good bit was Bart and Lisa's Wicca Kabbalah exchange. Really? Okay. Okay. But Act 3 was enjoyable. As you can see by my new location, I enjoyed the U.S.-Canada Coast Guard exchange. Shatner stealing... One of those. Yeah, Shatner stealing Mexico touchers. And the Catch Me If You Can segment makes me believe they could pull off a VA-free app should the need arise. 2.5 out of 5, 3 for poll purposes, but that was generous. As for Maggie, I assume a wizard did it. Someone noticed. Someone there's someone there, out there noticed. There was a lot of talk about on the board. It's a news group. It's a forum. So obviously everyone was like, where's Maggie? She vanished. Someone got fired for that blunder. Um, uh, last review, it's an, the, 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 an A negative one. I'm with the minority on this one. I hated this episode. Number one, bad characterizations all over the board. I cannot imagine Lisa following her parents just to keep them from having fun. I was not sold by her actions during this quote-unquote episode. Marge as well. <laughs> Marge as Quote-unquote episode. <laughs> That's what he said. Marge as well. I understand getting away from the kids. But as has been stated before, not caring that her preteen children are traveling unsupervised all over the U.S., this is in the March of old. I was not impressed with Homer's characterization either in this episode, but less than the first two. At points in the first act, I thought I saw the jerk ass Homer come out for a little while. After the first act break, Homer was tolerable. Number two. That's just number one. Number two, bad plot. I thought Homer and Marge needed some R&R from the kids, but I couldn't buy Lisa and Bart following when they could have gone somewhere else and had fun on their own. The grandpa's subplot was handled poorly, and the absence of Maggie for some reason doesn't surprise me. Number three, not the greatest jokes. Some jokes just ran too long, like the scene with Homer and Marge and the young couple. Anyway, this got a two out of five for me. Not memorable at all. But that is the minority. Most people like this episode. I don't know why. I think I think it's they don't know what. I think it's things happened in it. That's what I was saying when they, it plays a trick. It moves quickly. Things are always happening. So if you're not paying close attention, it seems like it's oh, it's a fun frolic. It's a good adventure. Sure. It's not. No, Matt. It is not, Robbie. Okay. Not. Um. Okay. All right. We can move on <laughs> to our next segment. It's time for Listener Question of the Week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our Listener Question of the Week this week is, what is your favorite Seymour Skinner, Principal Skinner quote? Tons of great answers. Tons of lots of very popular answers. Um, Matt, take it away. All right. Our first one is from Alex. Am I still out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. Uh, from Matthew. Oh, come on. And we both know these children have no future. Prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. Uh, from Matt. Well, Edna, for a school with no Asian kids, I think we put on a pretty darn good science fair. Yikes, that didn't age well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, Lauren, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be Chalmers, Matt. Okay. Okay, good. I was going to ask. All right. Well, that was wonderful. A good time was had by all. I'm pooped. Yes, I should be. Good Lord, what is happening in there? Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. At this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely within your kitchen. Yes. May I see it? Uh, no. Seymour, the house is on fire! No, mother, it's just the Northern Lights. I also played Agnes. Uh, I don't know if you could tell. Endless memes. Yeah, you had to be Agnes. Okay. All right, uh, from Tim. Order, do you kids want to be like the real UN, or do you just want to squabble and waste time? Right wing in there. Uh, from Kevin, my real name is Armin Tamzarian. Oh, God. That's, okay. 
from Anthony. Welcome, kindergartners. I'm Principal Skinner. I mean Skinner. Uh, well, that's it. I've lost them forever. Uh, from at Bort ATX. Welcome to a wonderful evening of theater and picking up after yourselves. I've sent this into the programs of the middle school plays I've directed, and I pray someone gets the reference someday. <laughs> Sorry, Bort. One day, perhaps. One day. Uh, from at, at Neil NFW. This one hits home. I know Weinstein's parents were upset, Superintendent, but I was sure it was a phony holiday. I mean, it sounds so made up. Yom Kippur. <laughs> Oof. Uh, from uh, at L Columbia eighty eight, up yours, children. Perfect. I Matt, uh, Matt, 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 Matt. I want you to take your time mm. with this one. All right. Uh, now let's see. Tide, cheer, bold, biz, fab, all, gain, whisk. I believe today I will try bold. It's <laughs> very bold of him. Uh, for Matt, yes, I would, Kent. I owe everything I had to my mother's watchful eye and swift hand. Oh, there's mother now, watching me. What's that, mother? Well, I have a right to be here. It's school business. I, Mother, that sailor shoe doesn't fit anymore. At that point, we all leave, because yeesh. Uh, for Matt Allen Mason, 19, frankly, the Army isn't how I remember it. Up yours, Sergeant! Actually, it's exactly how I remember it. I used to be in the Army, and that line always made me crack up with the guy wounding him, and the can chucked at his head from the tank. Uh, from Matt Evil Starlight. I've always been suspicious of transfer students. Other principals try to unload problem cases that way. Lord knows I do. Don't think that's how transfers work, but okay. What are you talking about, Matt? This is uh, science. That's that's literally how transfers. The principals just send them away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Uh, from at JPX9003. I know you can read my thoughts, Bart. Just remember, if I find out you cut class, your ass is mine. Yes, you heard me. I think words I would never say. Uh, that's surprise telepathy. Uh, from at Big Ham, a whole bunch of numbers. <laughs> I've always admired car owners, and I hope to be one myself someday. As soon as I finish paying off mother, she insists I pay off, she insists I pay her off retroactively for the food I ate as a child. Yikes. What? Robbie, what's yours? What? Was that? <laughs> what? The Twitter handle is Big Ham a bunch of numbers. <sighs> I mean, I could do the whole thing. No, but, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, it's funny. My answer, okay, it's like it's not it's not like a fun surprise, but. Steamed hams, Aurora Borealis. Come on, like it's 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 the best. I love it. It's so stupid. It's so perfect. It doesn't. It is so absurd. And all the various memes that have spawned off of it also make me happy. Um, true. Matt, what is your answer? Uh, my answer is the traditional. Am I so out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. Is he? Uh, you are. Pull from your vast Simpsons knowledge. Yeah, so it would have to be the "Am I so out of touch?" No, it's the children who are wrong one. Um, the the bit I think I actually had had seen that episode and the bit uh, before that where uh, he's looking for local, looking for Bart right at a four H club or something really hit me. Uh, I think it's definitely that one. I mean, it is very good. I'm not. It's so good. It's very good. Although. The uh, the last one introduced of uh, his his mother expecting him to pay off the food he ate as a child is pretty rough. <laughs> Poor Skinner. I've always admired car owners. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I've always admired. I've always admired car owners. You know, I have always admired car owners. One day. One day. Next week's question: What is your Favorite quote from a travel episode. 
Lots of lots of there's a lot of great answers. That is gonna be a tough one. There's a lot is of the answer Japan? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's from the Japanese episode, is he? That's where they go to Japan. No. You know how that episode You know how that episode ends? How does it end? Godzilla grabs their airplane as they're flying home. Oh. Well, I mean that's where he that's where he is. That's the, the she. Uh oh. Or they. I'm I think they've changed it to they over the years, but I thought originally it was a she. I think they've it depends on how you want to read it, what gender Godzilla is. Um but Godzilla grabs the airplane. That's the end of the episode. Um and that's actually a pretty good travel episode. You want to know about the Africa episode? Oh no, you don't want to know about it. <laughs> what what do you want to tell me about that? What do you want to be responsible for telling me about that? I'm not going to. I'm just going to say it's very bad. You shouldn't never watch okay. it. Okay. Uh, Try and avoid it. Yeah, it's it's best not to talk about it as much as possible. So, what's your favorite quote from a travel episode? I post this on Twitter. This is, and you can follow us at at, Shipson, at Simpsons Show Pod. You can email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. And I also post the question on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. Uh, it's a public post, so anyone with a Patreon account can post and answer. You do not have to support us to do so. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S M R T. I mean, S M A R R T. The No Google Trivia Challengers, Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a two-point deficit. Matt has a two-point lead going into this episode. We have, like, three more to go in the season, four more to go. We're almost out of this this hellscape that is season 15. And uh, I'm close. I need to make up ground or I'm going to lose again. So, Izzy, I'm going to ask you a question. Not trivia question. Okay. One, two, three. Say one. Two. We have done trivia over for, for we do a trivia contest every season. We've done it for nine seasons now. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of nine, how many times do you think I've won? Is it two? No, that is overly optimistic. I am very sorry. I was <laughs> trying to be kind. <laughs> I won one time. <laughs> I've won once and we've tied once and Matt has won all the other times. Um, Matt, give me an easy question. All right, sir. Your questions today are from Marge Be Not Proud. Okay. Your easy question. What is the name of the game that Bart tries to steal? Buy me Bonestorm or go to hell. Yeah, that's correct. Bonestorm. Your questions come from Natural Born Kissers. Matt, what treasure does Bart and Lisa find with Grandpa's metal detector in Natural Born Kissers? Uh, I believe that is the one where they find um, a different version of a whole bunch of movies. Are you looking for one specific movie? Do you know it? Uh, I want to say it's uh, The Gone with the Wind. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. No, that was from a different episode. God, there been so many remade old movies. Oh, God. Um, I want to say, yes, it's The Gone with the Wind, and then he gives them the it's a wonderful life killing spree to also get rid of. I'll give you the point because it's an easy question. It is an alternate ending to Casablanca. Oh, I'm thinking of a different episode entirely, aren't I? The it's a wonderful life is also in that episode, but the gone with the wind is not okay. in that episode. What's my medium question? <sighs> Your medium question. What is the name of the security guard at the try and save in March? Be not proud. <laughs> you're, you're calling the office of, you've reached the office of 
<laughs> I love his voice. It's like a gravelly. Oh uh-huh. man, um, I'm so upset that I don't know this. Al, Al, something. I don't think that's right either. What is it? <sighs> nope, sorry. It is Don Brodka. Don Brodka. All right, your meeting question, Matt. What are three? What are the three artificial body parts that Bart detects in Grandpa with Grandpa's metal detector? Um. Okay. Uh. Steel hip, metal plate in his head, and that one's news to me. <laughs> I remember correctly. You got well. Come on. Okay, I'm having trouble. <sighs> okay. Um. You got two out of three, sorta. It's Brassney. Okay. Brassney. He goes from the bottom of Grandpa's body up to the top. So he stops at the knee. Brass knee. Then to the hip. Steel hip. Then he goes up to his head. And Grandpa says, news, ah, news, right. to, news to me. Um, okay. But I will give you a point for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate Because I'm a kind that. And, and man, even though you're dead, just all that does is broaden your lead. Yeah. I've detected okay. a reason that the odds may be stacked against you. I'm very contest. I, I'm too I'm too kind. I give people points when That's exactly it. Also Matt is smarter than me. So I've detected <laughs> two reasons <laughs> <Okay>. that <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Are you ready for your hard I'm, question? I'm I'm ready, Matt. As I ever, right. as I'll ever be. Your hard question. Where is the other try and save near the Simpsons? Oh. What, what city is it in? Uh um well, I only know I can only really like reliably name one other town near Springfield that's not Capital City's too far. And I doubt it's Shelbyville, so I don't know. I'll say Capital City because I don't think it's Shelbyville. Uh it's actually none of those. It is Valley Vista. Value Vista? Valley Vista. Valley. Okay, Valley. I thought like there's a town called Value Vista. I'm like, is it a grocery yeah. store town? Like what is <laughs> There's a town that's called Value Vista, and there's a grocery store called Try and Save at Val- Value Vista. I'm like, uh-huh. what, are there only grocery stores, discount grocery stores in Value Vista? That's all that they have. There's just Kmart's and... Okay. Um, all right. No, we can... We, let's explore this world building a little <laughs> bit more. No, I... It's best if we don't. We This is much too long already. Your hard question, Matt. What is the name of the restaurant the family goes to for Homer and Marge's anniversary? Okay. Sorry, which episode is this again? This is Natural Born Kissers. That's where Natural they all This is where they get they get I I I I pulled from this one because it's also Marge and Homer want to have sex all the time episode. Right, right. And it's the airline one. Um Oh god. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. Um no, that's that's the haunted train one. <laughs> so many weird restaurants. Uh, oh God, what is it? Shoot, I have no clue. The name is not coming to me. <laughs> haunted train one. It is an airplane one. It is an airplane themed restaurant in an airplane. Actually, it is called mm-hmm. Up Up and Buffet. That's right. They never say the name, which is it's why only yeah. That's why it's a hard question. However, you still have a three point lead on me. I assume you knew none of those questions, does he? Uh, no. Right. I would have said Shelbyville instantly. Yeah, that's, I mean, Value Vista. It's a good name for Value Vista. 
I'm going to write that down. That's a good idea. I'm going to keep that in mind for something. Some terrible dystopian monstrous thing. I'm going to write that in there. All right. Let's, we can move on from trivia. It's making me sad. Near the end of the season, it's always just, oh, I'm not good enough. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with. It is time for best episode ever. Best episode Ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically, so we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And how good they are! Alright, Matt. This is an episode's already okay. going much lower than I thought it would go. I was more optimistic than I probably should have been. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. I mean... <laughs> okay, well, it's getting to the point where I'm like, okay, looking at some of these, it's like, oh, uh, a maximum homer drive. I don't think it's quite that bad. I mean, above that is Break My Wife, Please, where they, they fight with motorcycles. So I would, it's Matt, not quite that. Uh, uh, Sorry, they what? did what? With what? <laughs> and, okay, Break My Wife, Please, Homer starts a motorcycle gang with the fellas mm-hmm. in the town, except that they're kind of pathetic. And they, like, wear, drive scooters and stuff. Only one of them has a proper motorcycle. And they call their, their biker gang the Hell's Satans. Which is good. That's a funny gag, right? I like that. Yeah, that's fine. That's a funny. Um, but then there's a real light, a real motorcycle gang called Out the Hell's Satans, uh, the, and with two leaders. Uh, one is played by John Goodman, and the other is played by the Fonz, Henry Winkler. Okay. And they come and they steal March from Homer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the end of the episode to win March back, Homer sword fights John Goodman's biker character, but instead of swords, they use motorcycles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I. I would watch. I take that over them plunging over Niagara Falls and surviving. The sword fight's fun to me, even with a I biker. Mean, if, even if it's terrible, like it, it, it's more fun than just a b- bouncy house over Niagara Falls. And I think that's a saying. More fun than a bouncy house over Niagara Falls. Yeah, it's a classic idiom. Yeah, it's in my it's my book of idioms. I keep it on my desk. I don't know what to, Matt, where, okay, Matt, where would you put this? I mean, honestly, like I said, it's not the worst thing ever. It's nothing offensive really bad with it. So they kept it out of the bottom, like, what are we up to, 30 now? <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of basically. like that. It's not bottom. I mean, I don't hate this episode. There are a lot of episodes down here that I hate. I guess that's fair. I mean. Yeah. I, it's it's definitely better than Make Room for Lisa. It's definitely above 280, because 280 is yeah, Make Room that, for Lisa. 280 is the death zone where the worst of the worst go to live, and there is yeah. there are 31 episodes <laughs> in that area. Okay, okay, Robbie, real quick, Robbie. Loch Ness Monster, better or worse than this? Oh, no, Matt. Um, um, what else happens in that episode? Is that, that's just birds and birds trying to find love, right? Burns yes. with his girlfriend, with uh, Julia Lou Dreyfus' girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is worse. All right, I that's fair. This, I think that's more f- like it comes back around that where like the family is just mean to each other. That's what's really yeah. got me down in this episode, and what made me like I thought it was like I remember it being good because I forgot about all that. But that's what like that's the thing that actually makes me bring this episode down above everything. It's just the family's mean. Like the kids are mean to the, the to the adults, and Marge and Homer are terrible. They're like, "Oh, we don't want, we're we hate our children. Leave us alone forever." Like, okay, good. 
All right. I that's the Loch Ness monster episode is not it's not it's not great, but it's not even good. But it's like not as severe, I guess. Which episode is that? What's the, what's the name of that episode? I don't remember. <laughs> Monty can't buy me love. Two fifty nine. That's that's for that one. I would I would uh-huh. say okay. I would say it's worse than that. I would say it's worse than Beyond Blunderdome. Um, it is better than Blame It on Lisa. Is it? How about? Excuse me while I miss the stars. That is the Flanders episode with the the country singer, the country cu- country rock christian singer uh oh that's pretty i think it's better than that i think it's better than that too i would say it's b- below beyond blunder dome and above excuse me while i miss the stars yeah uh, just saying that title makes me tired mm. okay all right got a place for it catch him if you can that is a new number 261 on our list. Right beyond Blunderdome, right above. Excuse me while I miss the stars. Last place on our list is still Codependent Day at 312. And first place on our list is still Homer's Enemy. But that is not the end. We have one more important question to answer, Matt. And that question is, does this episode get shot out of the cannon? Hmm, that is. Are you having trouble? Yeah, I don't. I don't like March in this episode. Got it. <laughs> I would say yes. I would. There, I have no hesitation. I am immediately yes. We're firing this out of the cannon. Get out of here. There's nothing important in this. No reason to keep it around. The only thing valuable in it is that two minute catch me if you can parody. What else is there? Yep. What about Homer and Marge's honeymoon? What do you mean? What about the- it? At the billboard. That's an important life event. That's not... I, I, that, Doesn't that do some cool stuff? That over... There's there's previous... Uh, they have a previous honeymoon history that's already been established, and this would be a deviation oh. from that canon. That is, is better than the billboard bit? Yeah, it's actually... Actually, it's like... It's like okay, Izzy, I know it's hard. I know it's hard for you because you just watched this episode, but imagine yeah. one... Imagine one where they talk about Homer and Marge's marriage, and then they talk about how they're getting married, and it's not very romantic, and it, they're kind of a little melancholy about the – it's not the marriage – you know, it's not the ceremony that they've always wanted, especially Marge, but you still sense, like, oh, they still love each other, and they're doing this because they love each other, and in the end, it doesn't matter that their ceremony wasn't great. They still love each other very much, and their honeymoon's not good, but they're going to persevere, and they're going to make it. Okay. That's the previous established canon. Uh-huh. Not this 30-second cutaway gag where Marge vomits into a bucket in an alley. Yeah, the other one sounds a little better. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Well, we're firing out of the cannon. Fire the cannon! Okay, we can move up also to the top of our list as we work backwards through our list from the top to the bottom and establish what is canon and what is not. We're up to Bart's Comet, Matt. Yay. Yay. Bart, Bart's Comet's great. Oh, it's just obvious to be, I guess, is the thing. Matt. Obviously, Matt, you do not. Yeah. Matt, Matt, here. Mm. I just want you to take a moment, all right? We're in the middle of season 15. We are watching a bunch of stinkers over and over and over again, week after week, all right? 
Now yep. I, want you, I want you to throw those all aside. Cast them from your mind. Imagine Bart's Comet. It's a fun episode. Uh, that helps. That helps a lot, actually. Gets goes has gets uh, before school detention and has to go like sights look at like uh, the sky with Skinner and he finds a comet and the, ever the whole town freaks out and thinks it's gonna burn them all down and then it doesn't and they all sing at the end and it's really nice. Remember that? Yeah. It was great. That was a great episode. That's def- absolutely part of the canon, yes. Does not get shot out of the canon, not yet. We still got probably ways to go before we hit one that's not that's part of the canon or not. But Bart's Comet is a great episode. Is if you want a good episode of The Simpsons to watch, you should watch Bart's Comet. It's very good. Okay. I will. It's a good episode. Um you can find this list on our website. It's the Simpsonshow.com has this list in its entirety links to all our stuff to our twitter to our rss feed a link to our patreon if you want to help out the show help pay for our hosting we'd really appreciate you appreciate everyone who does support us matt our next episode is simple simpson i have no idea what that is this is the pie man episode okay okay i don't remember that being too terrible Homer becomes a superhero that hits people with pies, is he? Mm-hmm. I'm filled with dread. It's probably bad. Like I don't know. Like I keep, ex- I like I keep hoping that they're good, but I don't know. This one was critically. This one got. This, did you, I want to give you guys a fact about Catch Him If You Can. Okay. Won a Writers Guild of America award for best animation screenplay. Hmm. Okay. It won a Writers Guild of writers, writers, writing for writing, comedy writing, animation. It's probably the Raul bit. Yeah, it was probably that that put it over the top. You know, they had a, it was probably against Family Guy and South Park and King of the Hill. Those pro- and Futurama. Those were probably all the nominees. And it was probably like, oh, remember that Simpsons episode? Grandpa. There's there some gay panic scenes with Grandpa in there. Yep. Comedy gold. Yep. Real good. Um, it won an award this episode. Did. Just wanted to mention that. That's on our website. You guys check that out. Uh, watch along with us if you want. If you want to subject yourself to some Homer as a pie man, that's next week. Uh, before we go, you can find me online at Robbie Dorman on Twitter. And my website is RobbieDorman.com, which includes links to all the stuff I do online, which includes my other podcasts, including my newest podcast, Cartoon Graveyard, which you should definitely check out. And all my books, my newest horror novel, uh, War on Halloween. It's a horror, horror suspense story about a family fighting for Halloween in a town controlled by a sinister reverend with secret occult powers. It's a perfect Halloween story, perfect Halloween novel. If you want something spooky, but not too spooky for Halloween, you can read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Izzy, what would you like to plug? Gee, I don't know. Maybe I should plug the uh, extremely good podcast, Cartoon Graveyard, uh, which you can find at Cartoon Graveyard Transistor. Dot fm or you can follow us on twitter at, at cartoon grave on this podcast we watch 90s kids cartoons see if they hold up as well as they do in our uh, nostalgia adult memories and we learn about um street sharks shaped bath soap um and other similar curiosities our first episode is extreme ghostbusters out now uh we have another episode out in a week uh you guys subscribe now get on board really encourage you yeah I get can... on that yeah uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Yep. Uh, if you need something, you're probably going to have to go through Robbie because I'm going to be underwater for a while. <laughs> Guys, you have no idea. We went on a journey. You don't hear any of it, but we, Matt in particular, 
went on a journey while yep. we recorded this podcast. <laughs> really did. <laughs> uh, with that, we'll call it a day. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching this as. Shh.